every time I hear people um, do an introduction of me, I'm like, who are they talking about? Who's that? <laughs> you know, I, I have no qualms about saying, you know, I'm 62 years old, and um, this is a point in life where I thought I'd be, like, downgrading. And uh, the actuality is that I'm living full out um, in many different ways. So uh, who, who knows, right? We can't plan on how things are going to go. Partly, that's what our practice is all about. And so, um, uh, yeah, Devin and I met in the CDL4 training about 10 years ago. And um, it, I was like, Wisconsin, no, nothing meant, nothing <laughs> negative meant. But I find myself in places now that I would never have imagined that I'd be spending time in. Um, usually, and I, even California, you know, I'm a New Yorker. And a New Yorker. <laughs> I'm a New Yorker, and um, I spend a good third of the year in California, back and forth. Um, but certainly uh, Minneapolis, Wisconsin, Seattle, all the places that I'm finding myself these days um, are new and really a great opportunity to um, gain even more understanding and awareness about who we are as a nation outside of the two coasts. Um, it's unfortunate that um, other people don't have the opportunity to really, uh, you know, the United States, unlike in Europe, um, because the, the content size are like there are countries that are right next to each other that you travel to and from. But here in the States, um, sometimes it's like going to another country when you, when you go to other states. Um, but I think part of what has um, uh, landed us um, solidly in this place of not understanding each other is the non-ability um, for most of us to get an opportunity to meet people from all over the country. So um, I really, the Dharma has really opened up uh, one of the doors that I would never have expected um, as a result of that travel. Uh, the other thing I want to do is I just want to, um, uh, just as an acknowledgement, bring, so this, this is the first time that I'm using this shawl and my <coughs> husband gave me this shawl for Christmas. And um, the reason I bring that out is because um, my husband and I live with my mom, who's 94 years old, um, in her house. Make that distinction. It's her house. It's, she doesn't live with us. We live with her. And um, I bring them both here because it's only because of who they are and who they're being that I'm able to be here and live the life that I live. So this acknowledgement, um, you know, I'm fortunate and blessed that I have a family who um, d don't quite understand everything that I'm doing, um, but are totally supportive of, of me. And so I wanted to bring them into the room to actually support us through the day. So, you know, just as another um, piece of information in terms of uh, this Sangha that's come together for these two days. So there's somewhere between 48 and 50 of us. And um, when I looked at the, uh, the registration information. Um, everybody's from Madison except for two or three people. Um, and by Madison, I'm assuming, well, there's one from person from Fond du Lac, I think it's, you know, but the general area, um, mostly everybody is from, and there's two people here from uh, Minneapolis, uh, which I have been to. I've been to Minneapolis a couple of times. Um, and then there are 10 of you who this is your first retreat altogether or your first Vipassana retreat? 
So that's a little bit about who's in the room. And so I'd like to also just just throw your hand up in the air. Like so for who who here is uh, under the age of 30? So just throw your hand up. Wow. One person. Welcome. <laughs> so glad you're here. And what a gift to be on this journey under 30. Uh, so really happy to have you here. Okay, so raise your hand if you're between 31 and 40. One, per two, three. Okay, three people, three people. Well, welcome. Wow. Starting to get a sense of where the mean age might be in here. <laughs> raise your hand if you're 41 to 50. Mm, wow, okay. And raise your hand if you're uh, 51 to 60. And raise your hand if you're 61 to 70. <laughs> and I'll throw this in. Raise your hand if you're 71 to 80. Welcome. The other end of the spectrum. Now, I don't, 81 to 90? I didn't think so, but just wanted to put it out there in case there was. So look at that, that 30 or under 30 to 80s. That's, that's just fabulous. Um, and also a real opportunity to start to engage this practice influenced and um, meeting today. You know, because a lot of us started practicing when this form looked a particular way. And there's a piece of change that's uh, coming, not so much in terms of changing the Dharma, the Dharma is the Dharma, but how we have practiced here, which has come through a particular lens at a particular time, may not be so relevant for what's called upon and what's needed today as we open to become more inclusive and more available to anyone who is seeking freedom and not have the stops and the difficulties sometimes that are there to enter into a community which you are not like in many ways. So just wanted to put that out there a little bit. So what we'll do now is the thing that many people have come here to do, which is to sit. Um, and I'll do a little bit of guidance this morning since there are a few people who are newer and um, then we'll move into a walking period. and. As Julie said, there will be bells. So, you know, one of the things that really um, the big centers, um, uh, well, not, not all the time, but the majority of time, operate kind of with this really strict schedule. And, you know, but that's because we're moving masses of people through the experience of having a retreat. But we're a little smaller, we're more intimate. And so it's my thought that um, it would be useful to let go a little bit around that, you know, create some spaciousness in the practice and actually begin to um, engage in retreat with how practice might look out of retreat. Because that's really uh, a piece of what we're up to, not that we're in practice in this sitting moment when we go to Madison Insight or we go to um, Common Ground in, in Minneapolis or whatever, but that we um, cultivate and acquire the capacity to bridge practice over daily living. So, and in daily life, you don't have people ringing bells for you. <laughs> so let's sit, and um, I'll, I'll ring the bell in a bit, and I'll give a little bit of instruction. And um, 
have this particular experience. So one of the things to really notice and um, attend to is relaxing. Like we really want to be relaxed as we practice in a way that there is some energy and vitality and vibrancy to the practice, but not in a way there is where there is a, a rigidity or, or a, a place we're wanting to get or something we're wanting to happen um, in our practice. So just noticing the body and uh, as the body relaxes into um, position, whether you're sitting on a chair or sitting in the cushion, not rushing forward to get to the practice, to get to the meditate. This is the meditating. Moving in. And people have various ways of practicing, and I know that uh, with my practice, um, what's useful for me is to always enter in through uh, the breath. And for some people, that's uh, not pleasant or bit more challenging, so um, just an offering, but whatever is your natural inclination and aligns with the practice that you do, feel free. Maybe also as we enter into Really just check in. How is the body there? Is there tension? Are there places to relax? How is the mind there? Entering in, is there an efforting or an inclining forward or a leaning back of the mind? A place to get. How is the heart there on the cushion this morning or on the chair this morning? And really in this, this moment um, as we sit for a bit, being in the practice of allowing and just having what is arising arise without judgment, without engagement, Just creating a spaciousness and a opportunity once again to become familiar and more intimate with the workings of this mind-body-heart system. Nature even providing an opportunity if uh, breath is not uh, working for you. There's totally the anchor of sound, with the rainwater, or the breathing of others in the room. Knowing that the 
intention or purpose of the sitting and the meditating is not uh, to acquire some place of emptiness as a place where you stay or more of a touching in and a landing and a remembering a remembering to establish awareness Being mindful to not get caught up in the irritation, agitation, anticipation, expectation. Allowing yourself to be here now. Acknowledging all that had to happen for you to land here this morning. But not attaching to that. And for those of you who are seasoned meditators who may have been on many retreats, I invite you to sit now in this moment with beginner's mind as you've never been here in this moment before. Held and fueled by your experience and meditation history, but not attached to it. Allowing a new way of seeing, perhaps, And maybe for those of you who are new to retreat, uh, just allowing yourself to be. Lots of sitting and walking throughout the two days. And so a real opportunity for some space and some peace to just allow yourself to settle in. There's nowhere to go, nothing to get. If you find that having taken the seat, there are places in the body where there may be an adjustment needed, 
to sit more comfortably and relaxed. Totally fine to adjust. Just remembering to do it in a mindful way, not in a reactive way, not, not in a way that helps support um, the perpetuation of uh, reactive habit when something is uncomfortable. But in a wise way, of this is not in service to myself in terms of sitting, so let me just place this hand there or support this knee and hip. If sleepiness is arising or maybe some fogginess or some dampening of the mind in relationship to alertness, you can open your your eyes and maybe just take a gaze a few inches or a foot or so in front of you, that can help. If you work with that and you're not getting a result that supports you in practice, you can also stand up. Standing meditation. agitation or restlessness is arising, you might engage the breath. The breath has a ability to influence and impact, bringing calm forward. Or coming in from our daily lives, if the breath is a bit subtle to catch, 
You can maybe identify a place on the body about the size of a quarter and use that as a place of attention to support yourself in practice if there's agitation or
remember to remember to wake up. Remember to establish mindfulness. allowing whatever is arising to be known and seen and also the cessation or ending of that arising. Trusting and knowing that however it is there, whatever is arising is welcome. Notice welcome may be not pleasant, may be difficult, but welcome. Understanding that wellness, joy, freedom is available only through 
shining the light on whatever is so and allowing it to be before choosing if there's anything to be done. So cultivating this capacity for seeing clearly and response as to as opposed to reactivity and aversion. Depending on where you are in the sit, it could also be useful, if need be, in terms of supporting your practice, breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out.
sitting and knowing that you are sitting. Being present and feeling the hands on the lap or clasping each other. Feeling the back against the back of the chair or the knees on the cushion. bringing awareness and alertness to how things are here in this moment of the lived experience.
this practice of allowing and seeing clearly creates the conditions for then understanding and bringing forward skillful means as we practice in life throughout the day. So the awareness, the familiarity, the intimacy of knowing this body-mind-heart system is a gift. last few minutes of this sit, you may want to create an intention for yourself. It's just an invitation. Certainly don't need or have to do this. But perhaps setting an invitation, uh, setting an intention to help hold the practice for today. So it may be the intention to be as present as much as you're able to throughout the day. Maybe an intention to be kind, kind to yourself as you travel this aspect of the journey in these two days. Maybe the intention to take rest when that's appropriate.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.